Yeah, he's really uh, strongly supporting what a, what obviously a lot of people uh, want in in this country, and that is there's always the debate between the right to bear arms, um, but really the debate is who has the right to bear arms, carry concealed weapon, etc. And what the president is trying to do is focus on okay, if, if you're going to be given any kind of uh, permission um, uh, legally here uh, to have a firearm, let's at least draw the line in the sand and, and, and let's make the, the registration a much more vibrant and, and stricter and more in-depth. And that starts with background checks with uh, each individual. I mean, you have 44 different states in this country that have uh, provisions in their state constitutions uh, reference uh, firearms um, ownership. So I think the president's trying to say, well, at least across the board in all states, let's, let's have some good, strong registration and background checks. Tim, the the area, too, is the privacy issue, right? And that's where we start to go down the road of the mental health aspect of the background checks. And that's where it gets a little sketchy with some push and pull back and forth. Well, you got, you know, your typical HIPAA laws and medical uh, privacy laws. And the government wants to also include in the registrations that, you know, you have not been um, denied any kind of prohibitions uh, through the courts, such as uh, you've been declared mentally incompetent, um, uh, where courts have ruled that you shouldn't own a firearm. And basically, they can do that in a number of ways with respect to the privacy issues. Uh, the, The data backgrounds or the data computers can can be set up where if you're trying to buy a gun per se let's say at a gun shop and your your name is submitted it could come back that you could you cannot you know purchase a gun uh due to the background uh check it doesn't have to give details of why you're being denied it just needs to be able to synchronize with those um, courts for those specific issues. And, and let me just say, one of the problems that we're currently having with carry conceal weapon is we don't have all 50 states complying with the federal mandates when someone uh, attempts to purchase a firearm we're not getting all the states to cooperate with that specific information. So we, we have basically we have some potholes here in, in this mental health uh, system that should be uh, compliant by all 50 states, and it currently is not. Tim Demoff is with us. He is the president CEO of Sachs Consulting and Investigative Services. And, Tim, through your research and your work, when we talk about the mental health aspect of gun violence, how big of a percentage is this when you tie the mental health aspect into those assailants, into those shooters in regards to gun violence? Well, we know 
um, through the statistical analysis in the last 10 to 20 years, and especially in the last 10 years, the federal government, the FBI, um, and other uh, federal agencies have done extensive uh, research background on the active shooters, the, the persons themselves, and um, a lot of them, a higher percentage of them, have have been found that before the the shooting incident that they were definitely experiencing um, mental issues, stress, anxiety, suicide tendencies, um, revenge, the whole the whole list goes on. So we know that the mental stability uh, in many of these cases is is questionable. And once again, not all of those information was provided to the national database. Now, you're not going to get a national database that says someone's not in a good mood or suicidal, but many of those people um, did have some official mental experiences that would have eliminated them from purchasing a firearm.